Oh man, here we are, my favorite day of the week. It's Friday. And it's time now for our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Joining us in the studio again today, a realty expert, John Brodine. And we'll be back to talk with John right after this. Look, if you're feeling cramped, uncramp yourself. And you won't feel overwhelmed by the idea of selling your home while you buy another. And you won't come down with the case of the, oh no, what have we done? Because our network agents have the expertise to see you through the entire journey and get your family where they need to be. Now, let's go get you home. All right, here we are. We are back. It's your bi-weekly podcast with Berkshire Hathaway. John Brodeen back in the studio with us. And I asked you this question the other day, John, but uh, you must not be fighting or sparring right now because you're looking good again, brother. Yeah, no, no accidents. No, a little, little bruise on my eyebrow and that's it. Yeah, yeah. What not, happened there? I just, I don't even know. <laughs> Just one of those things that happens. You use your head a lot in grappling, so it gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned you got a big tournament coming up, and you have to cut weight. Um, yeah, yeah. Were, were you like a high school wrestler or anything? No, I didn't wrestle in high school. Okay. Kind of, now I wish I would have, but... Yeah, uh, and when it comes to cutting weight, how much weight will you have to cut? Um, I've got to weigh in at 185 on the 15th, and I, I'll be cutting from like... It's not really cutting, even. It's just mm-hmm. losing a few pounds, uh, cutting from like 191. Okay. So it's it's not too terrible. I just need to eat clean and, you know, keep working out hard and it'll it'll go down and make sure I, you know, just uh make sure I don't eat anything super salty, you know, like mm-hmm. the day before. And sure, and you get all that watery there. tension and yeah. so does that mean like uh you have to ease off the bush lattes or anything? Yeah, probably. Uh, probably. So where's before this tur- the fifteenth? Yeah, where is the tournament? Minneapolis oh? this time. Yeah. Big so, one? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. So That'll be. I, I always get nervous leading up to him. It stresses me out, but I'll be glad that I did it. So, how, how does your uh, other half feel about it when you go into these tournaments? She's she's not nervous, really. She's mm-hmm. she's, she's not getting punched watch. in the face. Yeah, no, I'm not either. This is just <laughs> well, grappling, right, but right. She's not getting choked or somebody trying to break her arm at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I just get nervous, but then afterwards, it's such a relief. Sure, you know, I to bet get it over with. Yep. Um, yeah. You think we need to talk about uh, realty stuff? I guess we yeah, probably should. Um, for, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I want to ask you, uh, what should home buyers, what should they expect uh, in negotiating when buying a new home? Because I would imagine right now with inventory and all that negotiations uh, are probably more than they have been in the past. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, they can be more intense and more nerve wracking for buyers. That's for sure. Um, I get asked this all the time. So this is a good topic for us to cover. People say, you know, they'll ask me, so how much do you think they're negotiable on their price? Mm -hmm. You know, how much do you think they'll come down on their price? Um, In order for us to really give a good answer, it really depends on the situation. There's three situations it could break down to. First situation, worst situation for the buyer, but it probably means it's a really attractive home, um, is when there's uh, one or more other offers on um, on the table right now. Second scenario is it's a newer listing, but you're the only offer. Third scenario is when you're the only offer and it's a stale listing. It's been on the market for a long time. Maybe they've price reduced multiple times. Oh, sure. So we'll go over the first scenario first here. And this is when you are up against at least one other offer on a really attractive listing. So the answer when they ask, how much do you think they'll come down on this listing in this scenario? Probably none. Yeah. It's It's probably going the other way. How little are they going to go up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's not normal for the seller to come down. 
usually sells at or above listing price, depending on how many other offers there are. More offers there are, the higher chance it's going to go well beyond listing price. Um, I just had one the other week that went, you know, like 12 grand above the listing price. Wow. Um, so it's unlikely for the buyer to get closing cost assistance. That's where the seller pays that out of their proceeds and gives you money so you don't have to come up with as much money at closing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unlikely for the seller to agree to like a home sale contingency. They're going to want to take the offer that's the most sure bet possible. So if you sure. have a house that you need to list and sell in order to buy their house, they're probably not even looking at your offer. Um, unless you know it's just two offers and both of them have home sale contingencies, but that that's unlikely. Um, so when there are a lot of offers, like four, four or more offers, um, the winning offer will likely be over asking price. There's probably, there might even be some appraisal gap coverage where mm-hmm. like they'll, they'll pay five or $10,000 over appraised value, not to exceed the purchase price. Yep. Um, just to ease the seller's concerns even more, especially in a hot market, appraisal is always a concern. Strong financing, maybe 20% down financing. You know, if you've got two offers that are very, very similar, but one of them is low down payment financing and the other one is 20% down payment financing, you know there's a lot more that can go wrong for the person who's putting 20% down and they're still going to be able to close. Whereas it might take a very small little thing that could make it so the person putting, you know, 3% down make it so they can't close. Right, right. And again, no closing cost assistance. That's you know, chances are they're not going to accept an offer that's asking for closing cost assistance. If there's four plus offers, most likely the you mm-hmm. know, stronger ones aren't going to be asking for that. So, uh, so scenario number two, when you are the only offer, but it's a new attractive listing. So it's unlikely that you're going to need to pay over asking price, but the seller also probably isn't going to come down very much. Uh, you have a decent chance of getting your closing cost assistance. Usually you kind of have to build it into your offer. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of the seller coming down 4000 on their price, um, you ask f- you, you, you offer them full asking price, but you give them $4,000 in closing cost assistance. Okay. Um, then you've got scenario number three, which is the most, um, you know, the, the most ideal scenario for a buyer to come out strong in negotiations. Um, that's when we're offering on a stale listing and we're the only offer. Yep. This could be a listing that's price reduced multiple times. Maybe there's something about it that makes it not very attractive. Maybe the marketing is wrong on it where they're forgetting to, um, you know, maybe they've got it listed accidentally as a one car garage and it's actually a two. Oh. Maybe they've got it. Um, you know, they, for, they're forgetting to mention a really important marketable trait about the house. You, you never know what could cause a house to stale on the market. Price could have been way off with their initial price, and now they price reduced three times. Now they're finally in the ballpark, but nobody's paying attention still. So it's going to be easy to get your closing cost assistance. That's not that much to ask for. Um, they'll probably negotiate down more than average. So the average home negotiates down, um, you know, on let's say a two, $240,000 home, it's pretty normal for the sellers to negotiate down maybe like $6,000 mm-hmm. in, in today's market on average. Um, that includes the houses that don't negotiate down at all and includes the houses that negotiate down more than average. So the average is roughly six grand. And that's based on homes that have sold in the past six months. So it's not counting these homes that are in tons of bidding wars this spring. So that average will probably go up if you were to check six months mm-hmm. from now. Um, but yeah, and it's more likely that you'll be able to get by with a home sale contingency just since there's less other attention on the mm-hmm. listing. So they're, they don't have as many options and they might just, you might be their best option even if you have a home sale contingency. You know, you you mentioned uh, maybe there was a mistake on the listing. Like, uh, well, no, it's a two-car garage, but they've got it listed as a one-car garage. Mm-hmm. With, all the, with all the legwork that you guys do at Berkshire Hathaway, I could imagine that that wouldn't be listing from you guys. That wouldn't be one of our listings. No, I mean, you, you see some mistakes 
like just where they fail to properly advertise a really uh, attractive trait of a property. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's no. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to even explain. Maybe there's maybe there's no photos that show the basement and the basement was recently remodeled or maybe the agent sure. just put it up with the county photo only and, and you know uh, the more likely mistake is improperly pricing it so yeah, that's, that's a and, sure and way. not doing the legwork yeah if, in my opinion yeah now inventory still pretty low very low okay yeah. so i would imagine now then the more than one offer is is it more popular now are you seeing it more now than you have in in your realty career certainly yes um it was right when I started real estate back in 2014. It was it was probably the most similar that it's ever been to what it is right now. It was it was a hot market then, low inventory, um, prices were rising rapidly. Um, r- yeah, right now it's probably more dramatic though, even than it was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you, you're seeing that scenario number one, multiple offers. You're seeing that very common, uh, commonly on new listings. New attractive listings that are priced appropriately are, you know, you can almost bet that this is going to happen right now with the amount of inventory mm-hmm. that's out there. Houses that are really reaching too far on the price and or or their marketing is bad. They, you know, didn't put the photos up. They, you know, missed some steps or whatever. It's still possible for houses to sit on the market for a long time or just maybe a really unique property that's that's hard to uh, find the right buyer mm-hmm. for. You you still do see houses staling on the market, sitting for a long time. So. You know, a house that's sitting for a long time and they've price reduced many times, it's it's still not getting very much attention. But these new listings that are priced appropriately and are attractive listings, they are getting swamped with showings and offers mm-hmm. right away. So I would imagine you can alleviate some of these worries, headaches, problems, or whatever. Uh, if you're thinking about buying or you're thinking about selling we say this all the time. It is so important to reach out to a realty expert like you months beforehand yeah. uh, to alleviate these surprises. Yeah. Be, be well prepared. Um, you know, that's how you're going to, you know, like I said, it's hard to um, it's hard to work something out right now on an attractive listing with a home sale contingency. So you need to plan for that. That might be it's a little, you know, a little more uncertain for you as a seller, but it means taking that leap of faith, putting your house on the market and negotiating with a buyer that you're going to is going to be subject to you finding the home of choice. You're you might have to get a contract on your home before you can actually shop for homes right now. And that's a scary thing for sellers, but it's something that we can help you with every step and we've got tons of different options and programs and everything that I can tell you about, you know, if you sit down with me that we're going to make this thing as smooth as possible and it's going to be low risk to you. Um, even though it seems scary, I promise that it's not. Yeah, I, I like that term leap of faith. It is. Um, right now. It would be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I would imagine uh, the leap isn't quite as high of a leap if they contact you. Yeah. No. I mean, the right now, the easy part is probably going to be getting their home listed and sold, especially if they list it with me. We're going to do everything right. Chances are, you know, if it's a if it's the right type of home, we're going to be able to get, you know, strong offers. We want to negotiate. If you need to buy a new house, we want to negotiate that it's going to be subject to you finding your home of choice. Right. And then that gives you some extra time. You're going to be shopping for a home. And as long as we're realistic about what we're looking for in a home, I can look, I can send you a list of, you know, all the homes that have sold in the past six months. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me how many of them you would have actually bought for what they sold for. You know, if if there have been, um, you know, out of the, just to make it easy, um, 
if there have been six out of those, let's say there's been 30 homes that have sold in the past six months in your price range you want to buy in, and there have been six of those that you're like, I would have bought that house for what it sold for. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. you, then you know that roughly one house per month that you are going to find attractive is going to come on. And if you're looking back at the past six months, those are slower months than the ones coming up. So it'll probably increase. You'll have even more than one per month coming on that you could jump for. You just need to be ready to jump when that hits. Cause mm-hmm. if you don't have that offer on your house and there's other buyers involved, you're not ready. You know, we had mentioned on Wednesday uh, about track records for yeah. people like you and, and, and things like that, reputation. Uh, if somebody is just tuning into this Berkshire Hathaway biweekly podcast for the first time and, and they're thinking, well, all I'm hearing is blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted to find out about your track record, your reputation, John Brodeen, realty expert, can they do that? Yep. I can. I Everything I provided, and you can look back at Wednesday's podcast, mm-hmm. and everything I provided is straight off the MLS. So I can get you printouts from the MLS in the various places where I'm able to gather all this information about myself and about the averages in Grand Forks. Um, you know, th- this is mostly for sellers looking for which listing agent does the best job. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of people who are going to be interested in finding out this information. And I provide it to sellers who interview me all the time. I'm in multiple, or I'm in... Uh, you know, competition against other agents all the mm-hmm. time for a listing. And, you know, this is this is what I bring with me a lot of times. You know, there's others. I can explain everything I do with marketing. I can explain everything I do with, you know, research and pricing. But it's how are they going to know that it actually works unless I show them my track record? Right, right. Yeah. So if somebody is watching this podcast for the very first time and they think, you know what, this is the guy I want to get a hold of. How do they get a hold of you? John Brodian. Uh, you can follow my Facebook page. You can reach out to me on my cell, 701-213-5428. My Facebook page, I make monthly market updates. If you're less serious and you want to just you know, get to know me, John Brodian, Berkshire Hathaway Realtor on Facebook. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Yes, you too, John. And if I don't see you uh, by the time that tournament comes... Good luck. Yes, thank you. All right. There you go. John Brodeen, your realty expert with Berkshire Hathaway. And you know what? Uh, if you want to team up a little bit, maybe make that new house you're buying uh, just a little bit nicer for you, get a hold of Executive Properties. They do all types of commercial and residential work, and these guys get it done right. Even if they can't do it, they're going to refer you to somebody that does. But I tell you what, if you're buying a new house with John Brodeen and you want a little tweak and done to it, get a hold of them, all right? For all your general contractor needs, Executive Properties, 701-330-1273, or go to executiveproperties.org. Well, for the week, there we go on a Friday, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast with your realty expert, John Brodeen. He gave you the numbers. He gave you the website and all that stuff. You need his work done. Get a hold of them. It's that simple. Have yourself a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back with the Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast next Wednesday.